You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Live at the studio of Worldwide Sports Radio. All right, let's go. It's the third and long show. And here's your host, Maddie Caps. And welcome, everybody, to a brand new show of Third and Long here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network here on Long Island. It is a windy, windy day outside. I I really can't say much because I haven't slept all night because of that damn wind. So it is what it is at that point. I mean... It's just pretty crazy that the the wind is just really taking down everything. I don't I don't hear a thing honestly because you know why I have a basement apartment so You're my lucky, lucky my room man. has no windows at all it's pitch black all the time. Ah, see I love that I love that so you know I could sleep to whenever I don't know what time it is <laughs> but um you know you know I have a lot of light in my living room or whatever so uh-huh. that's not a problem that's that's where you want the light and then you know the bedroom it's of pitch course. black and I don't hear any wind I don't hear anything so I'm good I'm golden so uh, that's a problem for you buddy yeah it's tough it was bad what's up it was bad though oh my god I, like right right outside my window I just ugh. I couldn't sleep at all. I would sleep for an hour, and the wind was just so bad. It was crazy. You're a lucky, lucky man. Because how crazy is the wind today? Oh, that yeah. wind is nuts. Oh, definitely. Like, it, it, it's remarkable how crazy it is. But um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I really want to talk about Major League Baseball today. Um, Aaron Hicks signing a great extension to New York Yankees. I'm going to give them a, a lot of credit. I'm going to give uh, Mr. Steinbrenner and whoever else I need to give credit to um, some credit because the amount of money that he received is perfect. Well, it it was fair for both sides, and that's something that I really, really like to see going forward for the New York Yankees. This was fantastic for them. Um, I want to talk about Bryce Harper as well. That's a... what happened over the weekend? The Phillies owner flew his private jet to Las Vegas and Bryce Harper's hometown and whatnot. So I'm going to get into that. And what does that mean? Because now there's another team that apparently is back into the mix for Bryce Harper. And we are going to get into that as well. But first things first, Mr. Vinny Rubo, how are you today, buddy? It's going pretty good. Um, I'm actually kind of excited for later on. Um, you would probably like this, but um, I'm about to. I'm a, uh, eight o'clock tonight. I'm gonna play a little basketball. Oh, you are. Yeah. So I had a friend who you know they play every Monday and they needed uh, some players. So uh, they asked me, and uh, so I'll be playing eight to ten tonight. So oh, I'm, I'm a little excited for that. Um, it's a little things in life. <laughs> Just don't hurt yourself. Oh no! Come on. I'm just saying, Steph don't Curry hurt yourself, out there. because anything can happen. But <laughs> let's get into it, Vinny. You and I, we're both Yankee fans, and I don't know one person who would hate this move. I mean, you look at it right now. Uh, he just signed a, a $70 million extension over the first seven years. I mean, what do you think about this move for the New York Yankees going forward, getting uh, 
Aaron Hicks back on board and not having to worry about him possibly leaving or getting traded. It's obviously definitely a, a good move for both sides as far as, you know, Hicks gets the long-term flex, um, you know, years, all the years he probably need, wanted and needed. And, you know, the Yankees get him at a reasonable price. So I think it's a win-win on both sides, if if you ask me. Um, you know, Hicks wanted to be the, you know, the Yankees center fielder for the long haul. And, you know, the Yankees keep showing that, you know, they're, they're – they're inclined to, you know, maybe a little earlier than usual, you know, give these contracts out. So, you know, they're going to well, have got- a lot of flexibility now, you know, with Severino and Hicks now. And, you know, they're doing the smart approach with these contracts to where they're not, you know, in going into their final year of the contracts. And then, you know, they're asking for big, big, big money, you know, do it now and, you know, maybe save a couple million each year. And I think it's a win-win for both sides because I think Hicks is happy with the contract too. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at it. He said he's liked the contract. That's the whole thing. He's liked the contract. He's liked everything about the contract. Um, he was scheduled to make $6 million this year. He's 29 years old. He's coming off a career year in home runs with 27, RBI 79, games played 137, and runs 90. I mean, you look at it in the past two seasons – Hicks has combined to hit 255 with 42 homers, 131 RBIs, and 838 OPS. Um, he's only been on the DL four times in three years with the Yankees, and one of them was the hamstring issues and three with ribcage problems. Signing Hicks in the Yankees' uh, second extension this camp, and, and I mean, you look at it, you just got Hicks, and now you got Luis Severino to sign a four-year deal, $40 million, with a team option for $15 million. And now there's talk about Dellen Batances and whatnot are in talk. So it looks like Batances and possibly um uh what the I just drew a blank. Uh Batances and Gregorius are going to be next to sign up, but this is all about Aaron Hicks. I'm gonna be honest with you. This move is a great move for the New York Yankees. He's solidified the center field spot. He's done everything possible for the New York Yankees. He had a career year last year. Obviously, you're not going to you you hope he's going to put up similar numbers, but it's always tough to put up big-time numbers after just putting up big-time numbers. This basically though solidifies, you know, their outfield and there's no chance of, you know, all these some of these Yankee fans that are still praying for Bryce Harper. Well, that's not happening anymore and you have now Hicks, you have Stanton signed, um, you know, Judge is going to be here for the long haul. You know, you also have Clint Frazier, too. Gardner's here for the one more year. So, I mean, this is a pretty full outfield. And, I, and let's not forget, you still have Jacoby Ellsbury's contract, which is, you know, as much of a bottomy that is. A, a I, I, I want to contract that is. I want to shoot myself in the head with that Jacoby Ellsbury contract. <laughs> that is probably might be, besides the Bobby Bonilla contract, that might be one of the worst contracts in baseball. That we've seen in a long time. Tell me another. Definitely. Tell me another. Definitely on Brian Cashman's watch. Yeah. No, I, but I can't that's think what I'm of saying. anything. I can't think of another contract that that's been that bad. I mean, what did he, I don't even think he had a a really good year. He maybe had like one decent year. If that. If that. But besides that, I mean, his his batting average has been abysmal, and you know you didn't get any home run or RBI production that you did get in you know. They basically signed him off that year. He had the third with, with, with the, the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> like it, it, it's remarkable that people can be this stupid. And listen, I give Brian Cashman a lot of credit because he's done a lot of good. 
but again, he's also done some bad, and this is one of the bad things that he's done going forward for the New York Yankees, okay? Like, he, he's done great. Now is the time right now. The Yankees' window right now is for them to win now. How they are favored to win the World Series, how they're favored to win the AL East is beyond me because I still think the Red Sox, and I hate to say it, are the best team in the AL East, and I still think they're the best team in baseball. Yeah, it doesn't look like Craig Kimbrell's going back for them, but they just won the World Series. So how can the New York Yankees be the best team in the AL East, let alone favorites to win the World Series? I don't know. I don't get into that nonsense. But you look at Aaron Hicks, uh, $70 million extension. Um, I'm, I'm trying to look for Aaron Hicks and the uh, – and the uh, years. the numbers and years, and I know Anthony Carragher, um had, was talking to me about it beforehand and everything. Um, I don't know what the numbers are exactly. I'm actually looking it up right now. Hopefully, they have it updated on Spotrack. Uh, yeah, in 2019, he's going to be getting six million twenty. In 2020, he's going to be getting ten five, twenty one, ten five, twenty two, ten five, twenty three, ten five. 24, 9, 5, 25, 9, 5, and 26, 1 million. So there's that extension, and it's right there in the smack in the middle. So if the New York Yankees wanted to trade him after 2023, if he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing in a New York Yankee uniform, the New York Yankees have all the, all, all, all the power to go trade him if, 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 he, if they want to do that. So uh, I look at it right now. Oh, no, I lied. Oh no no no! I was right. Nine five nine five in two thousand twenty six. He gets twelve five. So they're probably going to trade him by two thousand twenty six. Well, there's no, there's no because um, in two thousand twenty seven he becomes no, an unrestricted. No clause. He re- yeah no no trade clause in two thousand twenty six is a club option that includes a one million buyout. So the New York Yankees are going to take up that club option in two thousand twenty six because they're not going to be paying uh thirty six thirty seven year old twelve point five million dollars in major leagues. So you look at this contract for Aaron Hicks. This is a great, great move. This is something that needs to happen for the New York Yankees, especially in my eyes. It looks like to me that Brian Cashman struck out this uh, this offseason. I wanted a number one of a uh, big-time superstar number I know one you pitcher. Did. Badly, 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 more badly than anything in this world. And, and we got James Paxton. I'm intrigued to see how he's going to pitch in pinstripes because, again, it's not easy to pitch in pinstripes. It's not easy to pick in the biggest, most valuable franchise in Major League Baseball history in the New York Yankees. You look at all the Hall of Famers that came through New York. They, it, it's not easy to come there and pitch. That, that That's for sure. But I'm intrigued to see that. I, 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 I want to see how guys develop. I want John Carlos Stanton to have a better year. I want, I want Aaron Judge to stay healthy. But again. Here's one thing, though, that it does do. And, you know, by solidifying this, and like I said before, that, you know, your outfield's pretty much set for the next, you know, seven, eight, nine years. You would think right around there. And their 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 best prospect right now is Estevan Florial. The center fielder. Which is an outfielder. So maybe this could be f- helpful for you in, in, like, what you want 
And then yeah, maybe getting maybe them getting years. I don't want to wait three years. No, no, no. Getting a pitcher by the pitching de- by, by the, the trade, trade deadline, deadline. Trading. You're not gonna. You know, Florial's probably not gonna be in their future now. So he's their best prospect at the and moment. And I like him too. I like him a lot. I I, I like if you Florial. want if you want this number one starter, maybe this is the path now. I mean, you look at it. it you you bring up a great point. It, this could be the path for the New York Yankees to go out and get that superstar starter because Estevan Floriel is a top three in the farm system in all of every farm. I know uh, people say that I don't know what they're going to get. We we traded, uh, we traded people already and Justice Sheffield and whatnot. Listen, if we have a chance to go out and say get a Madison Baumgartner and that's the one guy I want more than anything in this world – we have to go out and make that happen because he's a pitcher that, one, he's a big game pitcher. Two, he's a playoff pitcher. Three, he basically won the World Series by himself when he was pitching for the New York Giants. This is a guy that every Yankee fan should want more than anything going forward. But, again, it, it's it's something we're going to have to wait we and got see. Errol. We do have Errol. Can't wait to hear him talk about his love for James Paxton. Can't wait. Mr. Errol Marks, what's going on, buddy? Well, I was listening to you guys talk about Esteban, Esteban uh, Floreal. The I, I, I've been watching your show since the beginning of the show, so I, I've been clear what you guys are saying, and it's interesting what you guys are saying. But just because the Yankees signed Aaron Hicks for seventy. Uh, seven seventy million. That's ten million dollars a year, which is a steal. That does not. I, mean I love the, I love the deal. I, I love the deal. What the New York Yankees did with Aaron Hicks. I absolutely not, love the deal. They're not. They're not trading Florio. But they're, they're but why, why wouldn't the, they now? That he's their well, probably their the best. It, he's probably there's their best no prospect trade. right now, right? Yeah, he's the number one prospect in their farm system right they're now. They're not going to trade. They're not going to. First of all, if if you listen to Brian Cashman in the offseason, that Floreal was a, an untradeable asset that they're not trading. And Floreal is 19 years old. Uh, obviously, I don't think Floreal is going to be called up probably for the next two years. Remember, Aaron Hicks is an injury prone player. So he, this is a guy well, that can't stay it, healthy. Well, if you were listening to it, he, he's gone on the injured list four times in the three years. One of them was for a hamstring, which was the big one. But the other three were ribcage, which is something that could be that, that's different. I, I, I don't even consider that a real injury, to be honest with you. He hasn't gone into serious, serious injury type of uh, situation, like a torn uh, Achilles or something, or he broke something. This was just a rib cage. He just had a, a bruise in the rib cage. It was nothing that serious. So to say he was he's out for a pretty yeah, he was I, listen, out for I, a pretty long time. Listen, for that I, 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 I understand, but, but last year he had career numbers in every which way. He played 137 games. That's all you can ask from these guys nowadays is to play 140 of the 162 games going forward. I mean, you off to come uh, the trick. I mean, you just signed. Hold on, hold on. Read Aaron Hicks. They can, he's 29. He's 29. Oh, he, he's 19 years old. He he's turns a great 30. He's pitcher at the trade deadline. But he's not going to be ready. He has to come up. Don't bring him up right away. But that's a seven-year defensive player. No need. Absolutely. If Aaron, you say that he's productive. He's farm team this year. Yes. Aaron Judge is not um, that builder, right? Don't have an Aaron or Florio. He is. Oh, I don't think it's get an eight twice to, to trade. The Yankees, their their best player, he missed almost three. Months. I do not believe the Yankees, who a lot of because a very good pitch, couldn't move. They can move more than anything. Him. Rebuilding. Wait, 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 right wait, 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 wait. Why? Uh, he's got significant injuries. 
Let me just tell you, he was injured. The the, the games before 16, he was injured. I could just take on his back. Let's go Giants. Clayton Kershaw is one of the guys. James Paxson. Like, what what do you mean? In the last... 2-6, 3.32. So, and then questioning if he could pick Texas, okay? What what makes me think... His whole career. What does that have to do with... James Paxson's not a big-time pitcher. But let's... Three no. years later is a big difference. Uh, oh, uh, he hasn't been in the post. It's moot. It's moot. Listen, I want Clayton Kershaw and Madison Baumgartner. That Yankees need. I feel like what the New York Yankees are missing. He few years. Okay. Yes, but he's not real. When the Yankees won the World Series in two thousand nine, th- so they had the people there. AJ Burnett, right? About AJ Burnett. And, 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 he didn't. Pitch. So if he, so so you pitched the number three. That was not a number three. Who was the number he was two? Their number three. Andy Pettit. He was the three. Andy Pettit was the three was that the year three. because Andy yes. Pettit was on his way out. AJ Burnett. If that if that's, that's what you exactly want to think, you, was. no, it wasn't though. I AJ can't... Burnett pitched two, and uh, Andy Pettit pitched the number three hole all the time throughout the entire season. So don't well, go and tell me that's what it was. I think it was because Burnett pitched better on the at, at home. Said Andy Pettit was the number three. What does it matter? This doesn't have to do with AJ Burnett. I'm just saying for the stars they have there, the New York Yankees locker room, they don't have that big time leader. Maybe besides CC Sabathia, these guys are so damn young. A lot of stories about James Paxton in Seattle. He was a leader in the clubhouse. Everybody liked him in the clubhouse. I don't. Because good. Everyone funny. liked him. Good. Good for him. Everyone oh, liked okay. him. Okay. So, and, and and here's the thing. James Paxton has ace stuff. I mean, if you watched him Listen, last I, year, the Yankees tried to make a trade at the trade deadline last year, and they were offering a lot of prospects for uh, for James Paxton. And they couldn't get him because Seattle didn't want to make the trade in the middle of the season because they were in a playoff run. And the Yankees traded him for uh, Justice Sheffield. And James Paxton might have been the biggest acquisition. The Yankees made a lot of acquisitions in the offseason. They, they re-signed Britain. They brought in um, they well, brought in the relief pitching that they needed. acquisition in the offseason. And if you look at the offseason, the Yankees had a very good offseason. Their biggest acquisition was that trade for James Paxton, which was their number one move that they made first. And if he stays healthy, they already said that, that they will. And they might even skip him and Tanaka a couple of times this year, have young pitchers that are coming up. Like Errol, what said, has been the Yankees' Wise- problem? What was Yankees' problem last year? Hitting what in the clutch. The problem last year? And it was pitching I as well. Say, I, I, you say the Yankees' pitching, but... The Yankees' pitching was not the problem. The Yankees were seventh in all ERAs in all of baseball. They when it were, came to the playoffs, they, they, the were, they were top five in strikeouts. They were top five in strikeouts last year. They were amongst the leagues in wins and, and for starters. I mean, the Yankees were not a bad pitching staff as far as starting pitching was concerned. The problem with the Yankees last year, and 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 Vinny, you you can absolutely agree to this. If the problem with the Yankees last year is. In particular moments, Hitting in the second the half, when they had injuries with Saverino and Tanaka, they couldn't find that other pitcher that was going to fill in those spots because they had so many injuries in the middle of the season. They lost Loisica. When Loisica came up, he pitched two, three times. He was out. They sent um, Herman down because he couldn't pitch after, after the first, I don't know, eight or nine starts that he had in the, in the beginning of the season. Sebastio was hurt. Uh, Tanaka was hurt. Savarino was hurt. They couldn't stay healthy, and they still won 100 games. Now they brought uh, they they brought back um, 
they, they, they brought James Paxton. They brought back, uh, what's his name again, from the Blue Jays. They, they re-signed him. I mean, right now, the Yankees, the, the Yankees, and everybody knows this, the ballpark is all for lefties. There you have three starting lefties out of the two righties that they have. So now they can absolutely split them up. You can have Severino, uh, Severino at one, Paxton at two, Tanaka at three. Uh, what's his name again? I, I, I can't believe it's not his name. Um, who's the other? Who's the fourth guy? For who? The starter? For the Yankees. The, the starter? What, what, what is it? The starter? You're looking at CeCe Sabathia, J. Happ? J. Happ. That's what it is. So, so they, can split, they can split up practically uh, righty, lefty, righty, lefty, righty, left. So yeah, but Yankees, you don't know what you're going to get out of CC. If, if listen, if you get ten wins out of CC, that's the best season that he's had in great. three or four years. If you get ten wins out of CC Sabathia, that's great because you're going to get you're going to get at least twelve or f- between twelve and fourteen wins out of Jay Happ, wins out of him, and you have and, and you, you know what? And I'm telling you right now, James Paxton, and I'll say this again: you'll see as the season progresses, James, if he can stay healthy. He is going to be the best pitcher on the staff. I'm telling you right now. He will be the best pitcher on the staff. And the Yankees will be talking about not Savarino starting that game number one in the playoffs. It will be James Paxton. I'm telling you. That's how good he is. I don't know how many times you watched the match. He, he, he's got ridiculous stuff. And he's a ground ball. Listen, I hope pitcher. you're right. I, don't, I, 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 I hope don't understand right. why you are so often, you're not, you're pessimistic about him. I, it, because I ha- obviously I haven't seen him seen him enough when he's played over because he played in Seattle mm-hmm. for whatever and whatnot. I haven't seen him enough to really this guy. But he again, hasn't had an ERA oh, over League. four. Matt, in the all on the three. Ha- go ahead. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Uh, his I mean his ERA has been fantastic every year he's pitched. His his whip is amazing. His innings pitch to hitch ratio is amazing. He has usually more strikeouts than innings pitch. I don't know what you don't like. <laughs> My decision on how I right feel. Now. I'm, I'm Matt, and Matt, I'm going to tell you this right now. What the Yankees got James Paxton for, it was an absolute steal. They ripped off Seattle for James Paxton. The question is, this is the whole of minor injuries. But he, the problem with him is he's had blisters on his fingers. He had a... Um, uh, a sprained uh, upper delt or, or something like that. The guy's had minor, minor injuries, and he's been out for a significant amount of time. If you look how good he and, is. And very important, what you want in Yankee Stadium, he's a lefty. Uh, and again, I, I love the fact that he's a lefty. I want to see how he's going to be able to pitch in pinstripes. That's all. It's not easy. I don't care what any of you guys say. It's not easy to come pitch for one of the, the big. American East. Uh, American East. Stadiums, he's undefeated. He's never lost in the American East, American League East in any stadium. Tampa, Yankee Stadium, and Boston. He's undefeated. And we've seen all four play- We've seen with plays. you know, like you said, like Sonny Gray. Not everyone's fit to to uh, pitch. And I mean, Madison Bumgarner is not a guarantee that he would pitch well in pinstripes either. It's just and one of those keeps things. And Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray was a fly ball hitter. Pitcher, James pitcher, pitcher, is pitcher. a ground ball hitter. You pitcher, can't hit pitcher, his pitcher, stuff. Pitcher, pitcher, he throws 97, 98 miles per hour. Thinkers in baseball. Okay? This, this guy has got all the stuff to be a number one. So, 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 so you like his ERA at 3.76, 3.79, oh, yes. 3.90? Yes, that's a very that good stuff. ERAs. Mm, for a number two? Here, here's, 
Because... Here's a, and, and a team that is not very, very good, and they haven't been very, very good for the last couple of years. You go to the Yankees, okay? If you get, if you have a, between a 330 and 340 ERA, you're going to win the game. He's not going to do that. He's, he's, he's that type of pitcher. He is a shutdown pitcher. That's what he is. And, and, and the thing is with him, the only thing that worries me about James Paxton, and I say this over and over again, is these weird injuries that he has. If the Yankees can... Comp- innings out of my number two pitcher, I'm going to be honest with you. No, he's not going to pitch to 120 innings. But he's I'm going to, I'm going to expect that. He's never gotten close. Last there. season was the first season he got close, I and mean, he was still 40 innings away. Matt, to, why? Matt, how many innings did he need? Eight in 160 innings. Look at the numbers. I don't understand what you're. I don't understand what you're getting at, though. Like I, 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 I understand what you're saying and stuff. And yeah, he had good strikeouts. But what do you like? What point are you trying to make or trying to change my mind? Because you're not going to change those whites. What's going to change your mind about him? How, what, what does he need? How many wins does he need this year? I need him as a number two. I need him to have thirteen to fourteen wins. I need him to go fourteen and six. With I need him to pitch. I need him to start 30 times uh, this year. I need him to pitch 200-plus innings. All right. How about this? And he started 28 last year and had 160. But but again, that was his best season. Give me something under a 2.8. What? 330. Three thirty. Give me. Uh, pitches, see, I'll take a three three point three zero. I'll easily take uh, a three point three zero. He will. He will. Three point three zero ERA. I'll take that. He'll have over two hundred and forty strikeouts. He should if he's going to pitch two hundred innings. He'll, he'll, and he'll have one hundred and ninety innings. One hundred and ninety. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to say this. It takes more than one year. But if he does this after one, if he does this his first year in a New York Yankee uniform, I'm going to. I'm going to be singing high praises Matt, for this guy. Tell me guy. the top five left-handed pitchers in baseball. Top five? What, Errol, we're getting top off topic. What, are, what does this have to do with anything? This, it's very simple because everybody keeps talking about Madison Bumgarner and seven in the top left season baseball. And right now in, 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 in the American League, he's probably the third or fourth best lefty in the American League. Well, I still okay? take Clayton Kershaw, Madison Bumgarner, Chris Sale, uh, Dallas Keuchel right now over him. Dallas Keuchel is Dallas, Dallas Keuchel was as good as you Dallas say Keuchel, he is. is he Dallas would be Keuchel signed. Free agent right now? What? Is Dallas Keuchel a free agent right now? Okay. What does that have to do with I'm anything? I'm going to tell you what it means. Is Dallas Keuchel a free agent right now? Yes. Okay. He's, He's asking for too much money. Do you know that... Do you know oh, that... Oh, Blake, Blake Snell is better than James Paxson. Who? He's better than him. You ask me right now uh, to name the top five pitchers who I think are, are better than him, and I'm giving you, you my top five. Well... I will tell you this, and you say, what does that mean? What does that mean? It means very, very simple. When you look at James Paxson and what he is as a pitcher, he was the number one pitcher for Seattle. He, he was an all-star, nine years old. He has not a lot of innings on his arm, which means his arm is 100% healthy. Okay? He's never had arm problems at all. This guy's got a tremendous – he hasn't even pitched a lot of innings in the league. So the Yankees got him. Are you really going to sit agent, back there, though, and tell me that agent, if you had the if, opportunity to get Madison Baumgartner, you wouldn't get him? What do you mean? What if, are you talking about? I'm asking you. I'm, I'm just asking, asking you right, a question. You if you right had now, an opportunity to get right. Matt Rate for a number one. I'm not. I'm not. I, James Paxson, if James Paxson was free agent this year, he would probably be the first pitcher off the board. That's how, that's how good he is. If he was a free agent this year, the Yankees would have paid him $140, $150 million. The Yankees love him. He fits. We'll see. We'll they see finally how it comes. got him for Justin Sheffield. We were also trying to get King Felix too a few years ago, so it, it, it doesn't matter. King Felix 
Felix has been. I said a few years ago. The Yankees went after King Felix and don't even... The innings on his arms for the, his, his first six or seven does. seasons. He does. There's a lot of innings on he his does. arm. James Paxton doesn't have a lot of innings on his arm. No. And he he's only has still, 582. He's 28, he only, he only has 582 innings on his arm compared to Madison he, Baumgartner, which is... Let me look at this up real quick. 130 years old when he becomes a free agent. 1,638. And, go ahead, what? 1,638 innings. Madison Baumgartner has on his arm. That's what happened? What, Madison Baumgartner has 1,638 innings on his arm. So he has 500 less innings on his arm. And what do you mean? He has over 1,000 less innings. And they're the same age. Yeah, but Madison Baumgartner pitched since 2009. And he's pitched two... I'm taking the guy that has all those innings on his arm. I'm going to take the guy that's... That's a your little opinion. bit younger. I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm going after a guy that has proven in the playoffs and the World Series. But I'm going after a guy that has proven in the playoffs and the World Series that he could go out. Francisco. What does it matter? He won the World Series single handedly. All about you if he can pitch in New York. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can. He's, You're going to pay a guy that you don't know if he can $200 million? Because that's yes, what he's going to do. Yes, I'm, I'm absolutely. If I was a GM, if Madison Baumgartner asked right for $20 now, million a season or $15 if, million a if season. If Madison Baumgartner wants $200 million, it won't be the Yankees signing him next. No, absolutely not. You. Absolutely not. And we've seen it this offseason. It won't be the Yankees signing him with the way the Yankees yeah, have been off. You want to go at 29. I, he's 29. You want what, what, How much younger? No, but here's, here's the thing. He's 29 years old and, and he's got want... over 1,000 innings on his arm. That's, that's, that, if, if, Listen, if I, I, the I, I understand the about the innings, but he's shown players that they have a couple years of control. control. Yeah, absolutely. So they have a couple years before, years before arbitration. arbitration. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that makes sense because you want them and, young. And don't get me wrong. I understand that, but Errol was just asking me questions about would I give him $200 million? If Madison Baumgartner – I'm sorry. You're 29 years old. You've proven that you could win in the playoffs already, regardless if it was in San Francisco or not. What you did in that World Series was a magical run doing what you did did, okay? He's shown that he could win in the big-time games. That is what I'm getting at. Regardless of who it was with, when it came to the playoffs and it came to big-time games... This year, he could pitch. What are you going to say then? I, Do we listen, need Madison Bumgarner? If, listen, we, if the Yankees win the World Series this year, are you going to say that we need Madison Bumgarner? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. It, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. If, if they win the World Series and he pitches well? This year. If they if the Yankees win the World Series, which I still don't think they will, dominant pitcher in the playoffs and the World Series. You apologize I, to Errol. I will never apologize to <laughs> Errol for that. I, I, I will be singing high praise and I and, and I'll eat my words a little bit, but Again, I need to see him pitch in the playoffs. Obviously, he's never been there before playing in Seattle, okay? You're going to say if he pitches like garbage in the playoffs, doesn't get past three innings every single game he pitches. Like, it, it, it's a difference, and that's what I'm saying. Madison Baumgartner, regardless of, it, of him being in San Francisco, has shown that he can pitch in the playoffs and Matt, the World Matt, Series. You're, Matt, you read Sports Illustrated? No, you go, do no, you I, don't, I, don't, I don't read. I don't read. Number one pitching staff in the American League. So just go back, look at the Yankees pitching staff and where they rate all the pitching staffs in baseball, and the Red Sox are right there with them. They're in the top, they're in the top three. It used to be the Astros. The Astros lost what about pitchers, Cleveland? significant pitchers. What happened? What about Cleveland? Cleveland this year. The Nationals. Cleveland. There is, uh, and Kluber is a guy, is a big name that San Diego's interested in. They don't believe that Cleveland is going to keep their guys. 
for the whole season. So uh, they they believe that they know that the Yankees are going to either either add to their guys or they're going to stay packed with their guys. And they rated the Yankees pitching staff higher than the Cleveland Indians. It went to because of losing Morton and Keuchel, they fell all the way to the top two, all the way to number seven. So. With now they have uh, Garrett Cole and they have Verlander. They, their other their their other starters are going to be rookies, young guys that they're calling up. So we'll see. Have this kid call. I think I'll let you guys go. Thanks, dude. I'll see you later. Later. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Errol Marks, uh, President CEO of Worldwide Sports Radio Network, calling in to really bust my. I chops. love when you guys go back and forth. I, I, I love going back and forth with Errol. I do. It, it, it brightens up my day a little bit. But um, to that, when we come back here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you are listening to the Third and Long Show. And here's your host, Maddie Cavs. 631-676-2968 is the number to reach us here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You see, Vinny, I'm starting to get it down, you know? It's starting to get out of my head. I'm starting to just really, really understand what I'm doing over here, you know? It took you long <laughs> enough, bud. I would have done it too, so. Yeah, you would have done it just as much as I have. But let's get into it right now. I want to get into the Bryce Harper fiasco. Uh, it, it's pretty crazy. We're, we're so close to the regular season, and he's still not signed. I mean, you look at it right now. Bryce Harper is the big-time commodity left. We're four weeks and three days away, and he remains unsigned. And you look at it over the past weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Philadelphia Phillies owner did fly to Las Vegas, his hometown, to go out there and uh, meet with him. And we haven't heard anything. The only news that we heard from Bryce Harper recently is that the L.A. Dodgers are back into the mix. It'd probably be more of a short-term deal if it's with the Dodgers. Well, that's the thing. The L.A. But Dodgers. I don't know if that would be more money. The L.A. Dodgers have said you know, they're interested in a short-term deal for Bryce Harper. And obviously being despite under despite being unsigned just over a month before the start of the season, Harper has given no indication on what his plans are and what he's willing weeks that he's turned down $300 million offers from teams. Now, how true is that? Well, he I turned down know. the 10-year 300 mil for the Nationals at the end of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what we do know. And, uh, you know, the, you know, this word about what the Phillies have offered and what, you know, and whatnot, but uh, there's no concrete offer that you, you know, that, that we know about. So, you know, I don't know if there's secret, you know, secret teams coming in, you know, going to make um, bids for him. But right now we know the Phillies, the Dodgers might sneak into this. Uh, I don't know. I, well, from what I've heard the is Giants, that maybe? he wants to be in the, on the West Coast. That, that, that is all the rumors I'm hearing. Obviously, it'll be closer to home being in Las Vegas and whatnot. But what I'm hearing is that he wants to be on the West Coast. And how true is that? It's just something I've heard. I, I, I think he wants to be there. Um, and I think the L.A. Dodgers is, is a team to be. I, 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 just, I just think that the L.A. Dodgers would be the best fit for him, and that would give him But the that's best. only if he wants to take less years. And again, I don't know if like he wants said, to do that. 
And like you said, it's all about the money. And the sides are nearing a crossroads right now in their negotiations, according to Buster Olney. Um, the Phillies managing general partner, John Middleton, left Las Vegas on Saturday. So he left. He went there Thursday, Friday, left on Saturday. And the Phillies are apparently prepared to sign Harper to a lucrative long-term contract. The Dodgers initially reached out to Harper's camp two weeks ago seeking a short-term deal, but that has not come to fruition. So I'm curious, Vinny, what do you think? Bryce Harper is obviously looking for a deal excess of 10 years. Three- what, you could just sign for 10 years, 300 mil now with another team? I mean, that's. I think he's now he's just, you know— Cut his nose off! Cut his nose off! Despite his face, if he does that, you know he's gotta he's gotta go something north of three hundred mil. I think I would think to you know make that seem like he did the right move. Yeah, and and that's the thing. It would but I don't I don't know. I and you don't know when this is, you would like to have this you know be done with sooner rather than later. I mean, we're now we're getting this would have happened already, and, and it hasn't. And you know when at what point do you if you're Bryce Harper you start to panic a little bit. And, you know, obviously I think he's going to get signed, but it's uh, I don't know if it's going to be to the money that he thought he was going to get. I think he's going to uh, – what I don't understand is that Bryce Harper has turned down $300 million offers. So he's obviously looking – does that make you think that maybe he's looking for a specific team to give him the amount of money or that he maybe wants to go to a specific team? Obviously he doesn't want to be in Washington because he turned down a $300 million offer from Washington at the end of the season. Um, he, he met with the Phillies, and this is why I firmly believe he's going to the West Coast is because he's, if, he's, if the rumors are true and he said no to multiple teams about a $300 million offers, okay, and it, the, it said multiple teams, then it shouldn't be – we know where he wants to be. We know where he wants to be, and it looks like he wants to be on the West Coast. And maybe the Giants are, are, are from like $500 million, but – you look at it, the L.A. Dodgers seemed like the fit for him. Am I right or wrong? I do, the Dodgers throw money at everyone, so that, that, doesn't, that, you know, I don't, that doesn't make them a good fit. I just think I don't know if they're going to have the amount of years that Bryce wants, and I think it's going to come down to that. I mean, if he swallows his pride a little bit and you know is confident in his abilities that he can – get another contract, then maybe that's the route to go and, and get maybe a four, maybe three-year, four-year deal and then try this all over again. But I don't know if he wants to do that. I think he wants a 10-year deal. He was adamant of wanting a 10-year deal. You finally got Manny Machado to sign at the 10-year, 300 mil. That's the precedent now. I think he wants more than that. And I don't know if there are teams out there that are willing to give those 10 years. And if there's 10 years... More than 300 mil. Well, that's the whole thing. And and like we said, we just saw Bright, uh, Manny Machado get a big-time contract, but it was nothing uh, – what was it, 325 right there, 10 years, 325? I think he had 315 or Manny? Oh, 300. Manny Machado got 300, 300 even. So you look at it. Would you give Bryce Harper more money than Manny Machado? It depends on your need. I it, mean, No, if, if you're a general manager and you have an opportunity to get Bryce Harper and, okay, say you need him. Say you need him. Obviously, you need him. Would you give him north of what you gave Manny Machado? Uh, I don't know because I, I think I value Manny m- more than uh But what's your Bryce. reasoning behind that? He's a better defender by far, um, better batting average, better war, better everything. 
Maybe besides, you know, the power. Yeah, then and that's the whole thing, maybe besides the power. But you look at Bryce Harper and whatnot. He's a beast. And don't get me wrong. I can't wait to see Mike Trout, what he's going to fetch when he comes out of free agency. Or, or, if he gets to that. If, why? You think he's going to sign back with uh, the I... uh Signed by the end of this week, from what I'm reading right now, right in front of me, his uh, agent has said that uh, an answer should be imminent from him from the end of this week. So now I ask you this. With not reporting anywhere for for spring training just yet with Bryce Harper, does that give him a step behind everybody that's been playing and going forward? Do you I'm expect sure, this to I mean, have I'm repercussions sure for sure him? I'm sure he's working out and he's doing what he can. I mean, he hasn't missed that much yet. I mean, he's probably missed a, you know, a week, a week's worth, not even a week's worth yet. You know, you would hope that this, you know, one way or another gets settled in the next week or so. Uh, if it lasts longer than that, then I, I don't know what to tell tell you, but I don't think it's going to you know, go too much longer than what it is right now. I think he's basically down to he has to make a decision. I, it, well, it's obviously coming to a point that he has to make a, a decision. But you look at Bryce Harper, I don't know. I, I, I know there's people that think he deserves it and whatnot, and for being only 26 years old, obviously, he, he's going to do it. But you look at his numbers, and, and you're 100% right. He His numbers have not been spectacular. I mean – in 2017, his numbers were pretty darn good. 319. His WAR was only 4.7, though. Uh, his OPS was 1.008. His slugging percentage 595. But last year, he batted only 249 with 34. He had more home runs in this year than he did in 2017. And obviously, during 18 games, I want to see him get his games up. I mean, obviously, some of them are freak injuries and what has happened for him. But he's only 26 years old. I I I want to see more. I I, I firmly I, and Vinny, I agree with you when you talk about Manny Machado that he he gives more value to a team than Bryce Harper does defensively. Like you said, WAR, his batting average, his doubles, maybe not as his home runs, but everything else really comes to fruition. Yeah, it, because it, he thought he was going to get four hundred. But but it makes you think. It, he that's one way to look at it. Maybe he thought he and, was going to get. And who is that to blame? Maybe that's Scott Boris. That absolutely Scott Boris to think that. You know, the market was showing that he was going to get 400 mil when obviously you've seen this trend the last year or so that these free agents aren't getting what they've expected. And, you know, year after, you know, the past couple of years, these are free agents that are going into spring training now. And this happened again. And this happened this time with the two top main free agents on the free agent market happening to. So, you know, he probably did not expect to go. This long, obviously, I, I, I could pretty much guarantee that he did not expect to go into spring training without a contract yet. Yeah, and, and, and that's the whole thing. The fact that it's been this long, this had to be the longest holdout ever. Uh, do you agree with me? I don't think we've seen a longer holdout than, than this going into a, a free Obviously, contract. I would, no, I would assume there's definitely longer than this. Yeah, you think so, yeah. money-wise? But the, but the fact remains, it, it's Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, he's a big-time player. He's only 26 years old. Now, Vinny, I'm going to ask you this. Where do you think he goes and why? I don't, I, I don't know. I thought you would think that, you know, you think one thing and then another thing happens. I have no idea. I can't. I am not a um, one to speculate. You know, you everything points to the Phillies. But now that uh, the now Dodgers. I, I have no idea. 
now that the Dodgers are back in the mix, speculate. It, it, it could change everything. Well, again, as we said, John Middleton from the Phillies, the managing partner or whatever of the Philadelphia Phillies, Phillies was in Las Vegas, which is Bryce Harper's hometown, over the weekend. He did leave Saturday night with a sense that they have a good chance of landing him at $300-plus Now, the question remains, will he sign with Philadelphia? Because I'm having second thoughts that I think he's going to go back to the West Coast. I think he's going to go closer to home. I think he's going to go to the L.A. Dodgers. I firmly believe that they're going to offer him some sort of large money with for a four, three- to five-year contract for Bryce Harper, okay? Maybe a four-year contract for once he hits 30. Um, once he hits 30. But he's only 26 right now. Four-year contract, maybe like $150 million. What do you think about that? Four years, 150. I don't. I can't see it happening. I don't. I'd be surprised. I don't see him taking less than seven or eight years. Really? So you you're yeah, you're, you're, you're firmly I on that think, train. I just think it's you know, it's in them. They're you know you know these top guys. They're very cocky and they're very, you know, they don't want that. They, they would you know, ten years is something that he's been wanting for a long time. A very long time. A very long time. Ever seven, since he could become a free seven, agent. I think, is stretching it, and I think m- maybe he would s- s- eight ish, maybe, but you know, five. I mean, you would have to, you know, give him ridiculous money for five. I don't, th- I don't see it happening. Yeah, I, listen, you, you could be right, but the fact is, I think he wants to go to the West Coast. And even though the Philadelphia Phillies and the owners and stuff think they're very optimistic that they're going to be able to get him. I, I just think that he's going to go back to the West Coast. I think he's going to go home. I think he wants to be closer to family. But what makes you think he wanted to go to the West Coast? Did he want to be a Yankee? What's up? What makes you think he wanted to go to the West Coast? Did he want to be a Yankee? Um, I, th- I don't think that has anything to do with it. I, I just think that he wants to be closer to home. I, I don't know. Like You saw some Instagram posts from him on what he's posted before about being in L.A. and California and whatnot. I just I listen it's just my opinion I just think he wants to go back closer to home than than uh coming staying here on the east coast that that's just I, my opinion. I think it's opposite I think he'd he'd rather be on the east coast and uh, west coast you don't get as much publicity I think he would rather be on the east coast Yeah but he's going to Philadelphia he's but, not going to get publicity there But be, but but that's a good young team uh, I don't I don't, don't think, get me wrong I don't they think are. it's a bad situation they, so they, they're going to give the so Braves a run for their money I don't that's think for sure That's the worst case scenario so I don't I don't see it that way I disagree I don't see it in in that aspect I think Bryce would fit well there so I think he would do better there than, you know, uh, what have we seen from Trout? Trout on the West Coast, and you, no one sees him. Yeah. And, well, yeah, because he's on the West Coast, and, and that's the thing. So that same thing would happen to Harper. Yeah, but does Harper care about that? That that That's a question that we have to ask. Does he care about being seen or not being seen, regardless if he goes to the Dodgers? If he goes to the Dodgers— There's always the ego there, and I just— I just Everybody has a Dodger, but he—everybody has an ego. But you know, once you go there— with the team they have assembled there, what Magic he's done a pretty, pretty darn good job with them. Though, wouldn't you have to agree? Magic Johnson has done a good job with the LA Dodgers going forward with the, with some of their moves and their contracts and well, he's who not they traded. GMing or anything. He he he's part of the front office with them. But I mean, he's not the he's not making the actual moves. I, I'm sure he I, has a say. I mean, listen, they're paying him. It. I mean, they they've done well the past couple of years. Obviously, going to the World Series, so. 
preliminary talks to me, and I think you know, um, you know, just to see where their head, both their heads are at as far as years, money, and I, uh, I, but honestly, I don't. I think it's just uh, the Dodgers doing their due diligence, you know, checking in, and you know. Having a free agent at this caliber is still not unsigned this late in spring training. I think it's between the Dodgers and the Phillies. Those are my two teams that I think it's between. I don't think anybody else is involved. I think it's between those two teams, and it's going to come down to who's going to give him the most at that certain time, regardless of the years. I think it's going to come down who gives him the you most. You still money. say that there's. You still hear that there's. You know, maybe some surprise. Uh, I. I find it hard again, and I. I think it's going to be hard with the Giants because that's a team that's going to be rebuilding very, very soon, or if they're not already starting to rebuild that team going forward. Madison Baumgartner, they're going to lose after this year. I mean, that that's that's a team that's going to be rebuilding going forward. So it's going to be really interesting to, and keep an eye on for them. I'm curious to know who is where he's going to sign, and apparently we're going to get it. We're going to get an answer by the end of this week, so I'm really intrigued to see where he's going to sign. I know, Vinny, I know you're, you're intrigued as well to see where he's going to go because this could change a landscape for a lot of teams, a lot of divisions, and, and whatnot. If he goes to L.A., obviously the, the uh, NL West is very, very tough to begin with with the uh, Diamondbacks, with the Roger, uh, Rodgers, <laughs> with the Diamondbacks, with the Dodgers, and the Rockies. That's what I, I was thinking of saying Rockies, and I said Rodgers for the Dodgers. So... It, it is what it is at that point. The NL, some big-time moves with them and whatnot, and the Atlanta Braves. Garbage from Queens are still the garbage from Queens, so they don't even count. Um, the Miami Marlins, they they'll don't They'll be count. pretty good this year. You Who? don't think so? Who? The Mets. <laughs> Vinny, I needed a laugh today. Oh, Vincent, I love I you, mean, buddy. It, uh, if they stay healthy. <laughs> what has Jeff always could... said that we have to live by? The garbage from Queens season does not start until the first injury. Well, that's very important, but I mean, I think they've you know got a lot of good pieces in there, and obviously their pitching staff is is pretty good. So as long as they stay in the big if, as long as they stay healthy, when have they shown I think you that they're they going to be healthy. pretty decent? When have they shown you that they could stay well, healthy? That shows what it is. But I mean, Vegas thinks that this whole division is going to be a good you know close division, a close division, and you know the I think the top was. 89 wins then there was 83 teams with 86 and a half including the Mets and you know that's that's very very close division it's going to be a good division well so is the again the NL West is going to be a good division too the the Padres got better Padres Rockies uh, Diamondbacks I'm not, I'm not on, on the, I'm not on, on the, the Padres, Padres yet. I'm not either but Rockies Diamondbacks and the Dodgers are three top te- three three good teams in, uh, in, in I think that, that West. I don't th- I don't like the Diamondbacks as much this year. Yeah, because they lost Goldschmidt and and uh, Pax, uh, not Paxson, um, Corbin. Two best players. Yeah. So, you know, I think they're down a little bit. And, you know, the Giants, eh, I don't, you know, I don't think they're they're going to be anything great. And then You think the NL East is better? Top to bottom, yeah. Top to bottom. I mean, I guess it's something we're going to keep. <sighs> You know what we'll do within the coming weeks? We'll, we'll we'll talk. We'll go over our division rankings on where we think teams will finish and whatnot. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end our show a little early today, as I have something to take care of um, later on. But uh, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in with everything that's been going on here, with some technical difficulties to just 
Vinny and I just being stupid. But we will be a craft situation. Hopefully, maybe we'll be even talking about Bryce Harper and whatnot going forward if we have the time. But ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our show here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.